Excuse me. Um, today's uh, reading is from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 1 to 6, and then verses 16 to 18. If you get your um, uh, Bible app out so your, from your smartphone, if you needed hard copy of the Bible, there's uh, copies being handed out, so raise your hands if you needed copies. Okay? And if you're using the hard copy of the Bible, it's on page 787, 787. So I give a little bit of time for you to find the right pages uh, and, uh, on your app, on your smartphone. So it's uh, Matthew chapter 6, uh, verses 1 to 6, and then verses 16 to 18. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving will be, may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corner to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. We turn to um, verse six, 16, fasting. When you fast, do not look sober as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others their fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only your father, to your father who is unseen, and your father and your father who sees what is done in secret, we will reward you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, great. Um, I think it's off mute. It's on. Yeah. Now this is new, uh, doing it with a headset. But uh, looking forward to uh, it. Yeah, if you don't know me, my name is Niels. Uh, I've been here two years. We just came back from our holiday uh, in uh, the UK. So uh, it's good to be back for me as well. Now, uh, look, let's look at God's word together. Well, in those two years, we've had uh, often people visiting us. And uh, when they come to our house, kind of people from the UK, one thing we often do is kind of take them around the, uh, the middle of our estate. It looks really beautiful. It's gone, I think it's won awards for this beautiful landscape, especially kind of the walkways with beautiful pillars. 
And then we always show, okay, knock on them. And you knock on those pillars. It's just plastic. It looks like beautiful stone. It's just plastic. It's just fake. Why? Because, well, they want to make something that just looks really nice, but the inside doesn't matter, right? In a way, it doesn't matter. You just walk past it, but you didn't know. Oh, they're just fake. I guess uh, we often have that. You go to a restaurant and the waiter is so helpful. He goes out of his way for you. In a way, it doesn't matter. You know it's fake. He doesn't, you know, he will have forgotten your face the moment you go out to the restaurant. But sometimes being fake, of course, it does matter. Maybe you've gotten to know someone, you think they're a good friend. Actually, it was just superficial. On the inside, they're not a very nice person. Uh, different cultures have that, you know. Uh, in Asia, sometimes saving face is really important. And so you, you, you want to say no, but you say yes, just to kind of please the other person. And then the other person expects you to show up, except you don't show up, because they thought, well, you actually mean what you say. I guess, what does God think of yeah, the outside and the inside? I hope, as you've seen from the Sermon on the Mount the past few weeks, God doesn't want fakes. He wants people who are righteous, both outside and inside. Uh, Jesus has talked about the Pharisees. Look, the Pharisees, they look really good, right? They don't commit adultery. They don't commit murder. But look on the inside, right? They still lust after other women. Uh, they still hate people. It's fake. And, well, we need to surpass the Pharisees, Jesus says. If you want to really be my people, right? If you're really my people, I, want, I don't want you to be fake. I want you to be true. And this focus on the heart, it continues today. So as you've heard in this passage, it's a bit different. It's not about how you relate to other people. It is about giving and praying and fasting, which is more vertical, right? Your, your religion, your devotion to God. And there, Jesus wants the same thing. He wants it to be true on the inside. Because there are people, they are generous givers, and they are prayer warriors on the outside. But Jesus says, look inside. And it's fake. And I don't want you to be like that. I guess we don't want to be like that, which is why it's good to listen. Maybe you're here as a visitor. I think people who are not Christians, they often say Christians are hypocrites. Maybe it's good for you to see. Actually, Jesus thinks hypocrites are wrong too. But, yeah, what does it look like? And, and how do we do that? I've been really convicted from this passage. I, I think if the past few weeks have been hard, I think today will be more of the same. And yet there is really great encouragement at the end. Because Jesus gives us the right way, the positive way, and it's, it's really rewarding. But uh, let's look. And uh, the big thing about false religion, yeah, it's showing off to others, isn't it? And that is what these people do. Let me read verses 1 to 4 in the Bibles. Chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. Again, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know 
what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. And then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And it's a matter of audience. Who are you doing it for? Who are you trying to please? And, you know, Jesus says, some people, they do it for others. That is their audience. I mean, in a way, what we do should be public. It's weird, right? Because chapter 5, Jesus said, let your light shine before men so they may see your good deeds. Jesus wants us to be seen. But that is kind of people who are not Christian seeing you and praising God. This is Christian seeing you and praising you. It's very different. But yeah, there are some people and well, when they give, it is just a show. Now giving, we think giving is mainly for the poor, but for them giving is really religious. It's what you do for God. Uh, they had this offering box in a temple where you give to the poor. It's called a, a righteousness box, a charity, righteousness. And even now in synagogues, there, there, there's this box where you offer your money to the poor. But you can make a big show of it. Eh? Jesus says, well, you know, some people, he exaggerates. You know, it's like you, uh, you get a band with a trumpet, right? So you're queuing up, and then at some point, it's your turn, eh, right? And so... Uh, It doesn't play. I wanted, to, I wanted to have some trumpets. But, you know, you can imagine. You have a whole band, and there's this trumpet, and, every, and everyone sees, and everyone looks at you, and you have your money, and you pour it in, and everyone can see, wow, here is someone who is really generous. He really loves God. But it's just fake, right? They just do it to be honored by others, that everyone sees, wow, they're so generous. It's fake. I mean, in the worst case, they do it just as an actor. Uh, the word hypocrite is an actor, someone who pretends to be something they are not. Uh, you pretend to be holy, you pretend to love God, but you don't. But with most actors, we know it, right? We know at the beginning that wasn't Anne Bradstreet, that was Keturah. It's okay, we know it. The thing is, with hypocrites, you don't know it. Yeah, you see them, they look good. Jesus says, actually, they just do it so that people will honor them. People will approve them. I guess we don't really do it in such a big way. For us, it may be more mixed. We know it's good to give. And yet, in your heart, do you care about what other people say? Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the mixed thing. Like, I don't know, where do we see it these days? I mean... Often celebrities, they give to some disaster. Now, it's great that they give, but why do they need to make this huge check and get the press and everyone can see how generous they are? I mean, some of it will be just to promote their, you know, their standing, right? Now, I, I haven't seen many people here in church do it. You know, they do the money counters, they find this huge check in the offering bag. But let me give an example that's maybe more closer to home. Maybe it's not to impress others, but still. And so it's the offering time, and the offering bags go round, and everyone puts money in. And it gets to you. Now you give my standing order. So you, uh, you don't put money in the bag, usually. And yet everyone gives, and you see people looking at you, and if you don't give, well, you, yeah, it feels a bit like they're, you know, 
what do they think of you? Maybe you don't give to the church, which, which is wrong, right? <laughs> and so what do you do? You get your wallet out, and so you, you put something in anyway. Now, what have you just done? Have you made an offering to God? Did that money that you put in, did it have anything to do with God? Nothing. Right? You only gave it because you didn't want people to judge you. You didn't want to look like someone who doesn't give. It's not quite the same as the big check, but still, you cared about people's approval more than about God. Do you see the principle? It's something very little, and yet... It wasn't pure, right? You're giving, it wasn't pure, it was for other people. Now, there's other examples that Jesus gives. Um, praying. Uh, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Uh, I guess in those times, praying was more, much more visible. I mean, if I pray on the street corner, you probably think I've fallen asleep. But, you know, for them, if praying was, you know, more, more visible. Imagine a Muslim country, right? Muslims, their prayer, you know, they, they need to kind of bow seven joints and those kind of things, and it's more visible. And so there's a great chance to show off, right? If, if I was a hypocritical Muslim, what I would do, I would, uh, you know, I would put my mat out in the street where everyone is walking, so they have to go around me. And then I stand on my mat, and I know I, I get into shape, and I, I stretch, and then, then I go for it. Right? Just to, to show people, look, I'm praying. Am I not holy? <laughs> I guess we don't do that, do we? And yet I reflected on my prayers. Maybe uh, I quote an extra Bible verse in my prayers, just so you guys know how much I know the Bible. Uh, I find... Uh, I can quote the Lord's Prayer. Next week we do the Lord's Prayer, and it's very God-centered, right? Your kingdom come, your will be done. And so I I say that in my prayers, your kingdom come, because I want you to think that I'm God-centered. That's wrong, isn't it? It's perverse. (laughs) Or, Or just the same thing as with the offering bag. You're in your small group, and this person prays, and this person prays, and this person prays, and this person prays, and you're sitting next to them. Now, you haven't been paying attention, actually, and you're distracted. You don't want to pray, but you can't really say, well, sorry, I don't feel like praying. And so, yeah, so you pray, but basically just for your reputation, right? You don't want people to judge you. Isn't that wrong? Isn't that being a hypocrite? You don't pray to God, you just, well, you, you pray to God, but not, it has nothing to do with Him. It's just your reputation. And then, uh, yeah, fasting, Jesus' third example, again, so uh, when you fast, verse 16, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Uh, Here we go, fasting. Uh, uh, I guess fasting, they had to do it once a year, but also they often did it for all kinds of reasons, to mourn for sin or, you know, to intensify prayer. Uh, Christians, I guess we're no longer commanded to fast. We still, uh, it's still a good thing to do. But I guess it's a great chance to show off, right? Because you, you look miserable, you haven't eaten in three days, you've only drunk water. 
and people ask, hey, are you okay? You don't look very good. Oh, that's okay. I'm fasting. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, scoring points. That is what Jesus says, look, that's what the Pharisees are doing. I don't want you to be like that. Because they don't do it for God, they just do it for others. And, yeah, I don't know, you need to look in your heart. I, I've looked, you know, how do I do this? Uh, serving. You know, it's great to help people practically. Like helping them move or giving them a lift. They're great things to do. And Jesus says, you know, if you give someone a cup of water in my name, you do it to me. It's something you do for God. And yet, how do I do it? I always think in my heart, oh, I hope they notice how servant-hearted I am. It's wrong, isn't it? Maybe in a ministry team, you hope that people notice afterwards and, and say, hey, that was great. Basically, you just want to be praised. Nothing with God. And yeah, it, that matters. Because that's what Jesus says, right? He says it matters because there's a reward. Well, if you pray to other, if you do it for other people, truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. They've gotten a great reward. What's the reward? It's applause, right? It's people praising you, people thinking you're so great, thinking you're so holy. But Jesus says in verse 1, you get no reward from your Father. God is not impressed. After all, how do you think he feels when you do that? When you pretend to love him, when you, but it's just about other people. I mean, let me give a human example. Uh, here's a married couple, and, and they come to a party. And, and the husband, I mean, he takes his wife's umbrella and puts it away, and he gets her a drink, and that's really nice. And he comes and puts his arm around her as they talk with friends, and he, he looks so loving. And he asks her to dance, and, you know, everyone thinks, wow, what a wonderful man. But the wife is not impressed, because she knows that at home he just, he says nothing, he watches TV. He, he doesn't do a thing. It's just a show. He's just trying to impress people, getting them to, you know, to think well of him. Worse, he's probably trying to impress other women, you know, just in case. She feels cheated. She is not impressed at all, and he's not going to get any reward at home. And, yeah, it's the same with God, right? He's our Father, and yet our relationship with Him, it can be so mixed with all these ways that we just focus on others. And Jesus says that that's fake, and you get no reward. Now, I don't know how you feel, I think this is something you need to think about. How is it in your life? But, but you know, I, I see this and I, I, man, I, I feel ashamed and disgusted. You know, this is so offensive. Uh, we're supposed to surpass the Pharisees, but I can see so many ways that I'm just like them. Right? You sometimes think I'm a pretty good Christian and then you read this and you, that all melts away. No, the Sermon on the Mount, yeah. Jesus wants to expose us. And I hope you feel exposed. And uh, before we go on, remember, the Sermon on the Mount is not how you become a Christian. It is for those who already are Christians, right? You become a Christian by, you know, being poor in spirit, mourning your sin, 
It's not that we need to do this perfectly and then God will accept us. No, Jesus died for all sins, your big sins, and just the little ways how you actually please others when you, try, when you pretend to be religious. And that's really yeah, wonderful and such a big part of the gospel. But of course, we don't want to just be forgiven. We want to change. How do we change? Well, Jesus gives us the right way. What is the true religion? Well, that we delight in our Father. He wants us, no, don't focus on other people. Delight in God, in your Father. And Jesus gives us a very simple way to do that. He says, do it in secret, right? In all of them, the same thing. Yeah? When you pray, go into your room, close the door. Pray to your Father who is in secret. When you're fasting, hide it. Do it in secret. Do your giving in secret. It's very simple, in secret. It's great, isn't it? Because if you do it in secret, there's no one to please. There's no one. Only your Father who sees in secret. And that means it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't matter if you give a million dollars or a hundred dollars. No one knows. No one cares. Except your Father. It doesn't matter whether you pray for two hours and mention every book of the Bible or whether you just stammer a few words. No one knows. No one cares. Except your Father. If there's no audience, actors don't perform. So when you do things in secret, you know it is... You do it for God. It's that simple. That's what Jesus says. Do it in secret. And that is when you do it for God. It's so simple. I mean, he doesn't mean that, you know, you can never do things with others. He doesn't mean you can never pray with others. And what Chewie did just now is completely wrong because we could see her pray. That's not true. Christians in the New Testament, they, they often pray with others. You know, giving. It's okay to uh, let the church secretary know because you give by standing order. It's about your heart. But Jesus wants us to do so much in private that in public it just overflows, you know? Uh, it's just so natural that I, I don't notice others because I've spent so much time with God. But I think the motivation is what is interesting here. Yes, in secret, it's, it's easy. But how does Jesus motivate us? I think if you'd think what is true religion, you think it's very selfless, right? It's got nothing to do with you. And you give to the poor because you know, the poor are poor, and it's good to give to the poor. And you pray because, you know, nothing else happens if you don't pray. The funny thing is Jesus doesn't go there. How does Jesus motivate us? Well, so that your giving may be in secret, and then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Jesus said, God is going to reward you. You should give and pray and fast because God will reward you. Right? Isn't, is that what you were expecting? That here is someone who is not a hypocrite. He wants a reward from God. Isn't that selfish? Now, it's actually very common in the Sermon on the Mount, even last week. I don't know if you noticed 5 verse 46. If you love those who love you, 
what reward will you get? Jesus says, you know, if you just love people who love you, you get no reward. If you love your enemies, you'll get a reward. Jesus wants us to be rewarded by God. Uh, what does he mean? I mean, it's certainly not money and health and those kind of things. That's, it's very clear that that's not the case in the rest of the Bible. Uh, it's not just that your prayer gets answered or something like that. Because that doesn't work for giving. I mean, your father will reward you that the poor person is helped. But if I'm selfish, <laughs> if I do it for others, they still get money. No, I think it's partly treasure in heaven, but then what is that treasure? I think we should think relationship. I mean, what is the thing that you get from people if you please them? You get their approval. So what if you try to please your father? You get your father's approval, right? It's relational. If you pray to God just for God, you get his approval. He is pleased with you. You grow in your relationship, right? That's what happens when you spend time together, when you do things for each other, right? If I take EJ on a date, we grow in our relationship. It's relational. I think that is the, the reward. I mean, it must be. Here's one person, and they always pray focused on God. And here is a person who just focused on other people. Surely this person will have a better relationship with God, right? So it affects the relationship. This reward is, is relational, which means it, it's not selfish. I mean, if my reward is a better relationship with God, that's not selfish. That is God-centered. It's still about God, but it's good for me. It's good for you. But Jesus says, that is the real thing. That is what I want you to be focused on. Yeah, it's, you know, it's great to give to the poor, and God, gives to the, God loves the poor. He has compassion. He wants us to do the same. But ultimately, more important, are we focused on Him? I mean, they go together, right? If we love God, we will love what He loves. But He wants us to, you know, focus on God. And that is, it's, it's challenging to me, you know, a reward. I mean, do you believe that? Do you believe that your relationship with God can grow, that it can be, be rewarding? I guess, I don't know, many of us, we think our relationship is kind of constant, right? Because after all, Jesus died for us, right? And we are as perfect and as beloved as we will ever be. But then it doesn't matter how we live. Maybe, okay, sin is an exception. If I sin too much, God is grieved. But do we ever think about the positive? That if you please God, just in your experience, you will know Him more and you'll be rewarded. Do you believe that? We, we often don't think like that. We just think, you know, it's always the same. No, actually... Yes, our status doesn't change, but our relationship can grow. Like children, if you have children, of course they're always my children, whether they behave good or not. And yet our relationship can grow, right? Because we spend time together, they do things for me, I do things for them, our relationship grows. And that is what Jesus says is the case with God. Yeah, it's, it's a challenge to me. I so often just do business. I pray because 
you know, I need help. I pray because, you know, uh, I, I can't do anything spiritual without his help. Uh, I need him. But do I want him? Do I want, do I pray just because, you know, uh, I love God and I want to be with him? Do I fast because just I, I want to be closer to God? Do I give out of my love for God? Uh, I guess many of us, we, maybe we don't pray enough because we don't see the, the rewards. Maybe we are not spending enough time with God because we think it doesn't offer us much. Other people's approval is more important to us or just the other things we spend time on. But Jesus says, no, your Father will reward you, reward you with more of Him, and that is the, the best thing, the greatest offer, much more than any of these other things. Do you believe it? Maybe go home and think about it. I mean, well, don't go home. We are going to baptize people, and I want you to spend time together over coffee and tea. But why don't you go home and try it? Right? Go into your room, lock your door, pray to your Father who is in secret. Jesus says he will reward you. Do you believe it? Well, find out later. Well, why don't we spend a, a little bit of time in quiet? And then we are going to sing a great song, how God should be, yeah, our vision, our center of our life. So as the music team comes up, let's be quiet and then sing this great song. <laughs>